Okay, and we're here with another episode of Under Judy. And this time we've got a very, very good friend of mine, former apprentice in the coaching game, Jamalo. What's going on, my brother? What's happening, man? Good um, to be here. Listen, do you know how long I've been trying to get you on it? Bruv, I live far <laughs> away, man. I live far away. I've got to pick my moments. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I was, um, first of all, congratulations, um, Jamaica debut and bagging. Thank you, man. Yeah? Thank you. Took that a while big. for them to call you up, though, innit? It took a while still, I'm not going to lie. But um, it takes a while to get your passport on that sorted. you got to find all the documents from your mum and dad. But it's just good to finally to finally get it, travel the world a bit as well. So it's nice, man. Yeah, man. Um, mum and dad are proud. Yeah, man. Buzzing, got them both a shirt and that. <laughs> Go back them in the house, they're wearing Jamaican shirts just in the middle of the day and that. Just chilling. Yeah, but, love no, that. Good, um, your squad's a bit of a championship... Um, all-star team in it is does that make it easy for you to like to like blend in and you know make yeah, it comfortable on that 100 because we know we know a lot of the, like we know a lot of each other we have a play against each other or played with each other um obviously casey palmer got called up same time he was at swansea at the time yeah. so it was like an easy blend into the group um do you know banner review each other saying oh, i remember when i when i scored against you lot <laughs> that sort of banner yeah it, just it, it comes in obviously in training and that when Man, are giving you talks and that. If they've done something good in training, and you can just be like, "Rah, how about when we slapped you three 0 <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or rah, like, how about when you got mixed? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's always that competitive banner, especially when we play against each other week in week out. Yeah. Um. Good debut. Not it's not your debut season. Good season with good debut season for Swansea actually. Yeah. Making a playoff final. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a touchy one. It's a bit of a touchy <laughs> one, but now it's. All round, it was pretty good. Do you know what I mean? I think at the end of it, like at the beginning of the season, no one really was looking for that that type of success so quick. Yeah. Um. Obviously, last season, they got in by chance. Do you know what I mean? Last day of the season, they had to win by four goals. Someone else had to lose. And it happened. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So this season was like a, like to finish comfortably in there is obviously progression, but. That's not what we're here for. We're here to win. <laughs> you get me? So hopefully next season's the one. Um I think we spoke about this before, but did you lot go into the get into the um the final thinking we we've got this man? I'm I'm you're you're thinking I'm prem bound. Do you know what? Yeah. We went I think we went in very confident. Um I don't know if that was to our downfall or not, because you don't really want to go into it nervous, but there was no Nerves around the place. Like everyone seemed quite happy, quite confident. Warm up was good, literally. And then the change room was good. Like before the game, everyone saying yeah. the right things. And then we went out onto the pitch and went for <laughs> turn the heat on. It's a long forty-five, yeah. boy. Um, you've been at Wembley before. Obviously, we'll talk about that later. But mm. you must have thought, yeah, I've been here before. I've bagged before. My house is right. I'm gonna bag <laughs> and just go chill at my house. Bag and drive ten minutes home. <laughs> you know what? Um, it kind of does. Like the whole. A lot of the Swansea boys have been there before. Um, it helps. It helps because really, when you go in there, even though it was only like twenty thousand or something, it's still loud. Like yeah. you can't really hear each other in a warm up, and that experience alone helps. Obviously, Brentford had it the year before. Playoff final lost. Like they've been there. Everyone's felt that pain, and I think us feeling that pain this year is definitely going to push us on for next year. Speaking of Swansea, you live in a different country. You know, like when I'm speaking to you, like, come on the pod. You're like, bro, I live three, four hours away. Yeah, like, it's mad. Do you know what? You live in a different country. 
how are you settling in in Wales? Is it is it mad different to England? I know it sounds mad saying what? that. It's not that different because it's kind of similar to to Portsmouth, like seaside. Do you know what I mean quiet? Roads are quiet. You got the country lanes and that. Mm. You got little cafes on the beach and whatnot. So it's calm, like it's not mad drastic compared to London. Obviously, it's completely different. But I ain't lived in London since I was flipping twenty. Like I ain't lived in London for so long. Mad. I'm kind of used to living in the sticks now. I don't know. Your son must have a mad accent, boy, because he, <laughs> ain't, he ain't even touched London. <laughs> he? He's never lived in London. <laughs> not one day in his life. He's been Lon- Max. He's been London for five days. That like, is mad. My little girl's got like half Manchester accent. <laughs> <laughs> and now half Welsh, and now my little boy's like learning to speak, and his, his accent's Welsh. Like it's mad. So like, there's no control in it. He yeah. goes to nursery, and obviously all the teachers are Welsh. Like <laughs> there's no control in it. Like you you're bringing him home, and he's saying mad things, and thinking, "Oh, we don't speak like that." But <laughs> you better send him boarding school. He's got he's got to come back. So he's got to spend his summers <laughs> in London still. Um, why Swansea? Obviously, you had a few a few options. We had a, yeah. we had a little phone call. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was just. I think it's a good club. They they play good football. Like from early, they've played good football. When they first went to the prem, like that was one of the things. Like they went to the prem and started playing like Arsenal straight off the back. Yeah, you know what I mean playing that from the back. So to be a part of that, I wanted to be a part of that style of football. Obviously, the other clubs that I was talking to. I don't know, it just didn't it just didn't feel right and Swansea was the one that really stuck out for me. And yeah, to be fair, it's the only one that made sense. I'm not yeah. gonna name the other clubs we spoke about, but No, we're not gonna name <laughs> anyone, man. Um let's talk about you on the pitch now for a little bit. Um when when I speak to people about getting you on, they're like, bruv, get Jamal Lowe on his story sick. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, we'll get, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> then they see you score, your scoring patterns, man. You'll score brace, brace, brace. One goal, goal drought. Brace, 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 brace. One goal. Like, you know when you're in your goal drought, yeah, you're thinking, bruv, I need to bag. Like, you're stressing out or like, how are you coping with it? You know what? I'm not really fussed, you know. I found, I just hop in and hop out, bruv. Like, it's just one <laughs> of them. Gets. When I'm here, like, just like, <laughs> my man, bruv. Like, when I'm, when I'm on form, like, I know I'm going to score. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And when I'm not, as long as I'm playing well, I'm kind of happy with that. Whereas... I think some man would rather play bad and score. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But I've never really been that kind of, like, oh, all I want to do is score, whether I've lost the ball how many times, whatever. I've always wanted to play well. And most of the time when you play well, you score. So that's my main, that's like my main thing. As long as I'm playing well, whether I've scored, I've won a couple of games without it. Like My focus is make sure I play well. And I think Stay that's what it. we need to bring back, man. Because like, the whole stats thing, it's getting a bit. It's getting a bit mad. It's getting too like the focus on stats. People aren't doing nothing and they're popping up yeah. with the maddest stats. So everything's an assist now, isn't it? Well, some of the assists are bonkers. <laughs> I've claimed a few though. I've claimed a few. Man, are sticking in the top bins from twenty five, but I pass it to him, so it's an assist. Better, better. You get a bonus for that. <laughs> you might do. Um, when did the so you're one of the victims of racial abuse. When did that start? Did that start during a drought? Like, cause you lot Swansea went through a mad patch where you lot was yeah. losing and drawing. Did that is that when it started? Um, for this season, yeah. I've been. I mean, I've had it in previous seasons. Like certain games, if you've had a bad game or if you've 
even had a good game against a certain team and they'll, their fans will pop up and start hitting you yeah. with abuse. But with Swansea, obviously we had a little patch, um, hit a little bad run of form and that's when it started to happen. But the worst thing is, it happened to like four four players, all different games, like in a space of two months. Like, say we lost this game, this guy got abused. Yeah. Two weeks later, we lost the game, I got abused. The next week, we lose again or we draw. Someone else is getting abused. Like, the abuse is just mad. Like, there's no way to stop it unless we, we're verifying accounts. I think they're try- I don't know if they're trying to do what they're I, trying I don't to- think they're trying it man is that why you come off Twitter because I know like, I'm thinking right, like, how come you don't tweet did you unfollow me or whatever but- yeah I come off Twitter man it's too much when I deeped it I'm just getting bare messages <laughs> like good or- good and bad I don't really need to see both yeah. you know what I mean like I can get like my whatsapps here for the messages that I need to get yeah. you know what I mean the whole Twitter thing I'm seeing one week Worst player I've ever seen in, in a Swansea shirt. Get out of our club. Why did we sign you? Next week, oh my God, you're my favourite player. Can I get a shirt? It don't make sense from yeah. the exact same person. Uh, yeah. I said, listen, I don't need these messages in my life. Do you know what I mean? If you want to follow my Instagram, it's up to you. But if I don't follow you, you can't message me anyway. So it's just one of them. Fair enough. Um, So when did you lot agree to do the... Did you lot start the boycott? Was that like a FA thing? Swansea done a boycott first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it was like it was so frequent, like two months and four players all got different abuse. So we we had our own one, and I think a couple of clubs jumped on at the time, and then see the league followed suit after, and like the whole football league jumped on. Do you, do you think that helped, or was it like you've done the, you've done the boycott? Go back on your socials. There's a whole list of abuse still waiting there. Yeah, um, I think really the FA and all that could have acted a little bit quicker when we first done the, the first one they could have done it straight off the back instead of two weeks later they've oh we've got we've got a great idea we'll do it as well but really and truly it doesn't it doesn't do much besides from raise awareness scrolling through my insta we had a blackout two blackouts this year we had one blackout last year we had the blackout the season before that nothing's changing yeah do you know what i mean until the powers that be change it we can blackout all we want Unless you make another app and everyone uses that where some, they've figured it. So you have to verify your account if you want to stay on Insta and Twitter and all them things. Does it affect you? Not really. Um, so you're not really phased by it, but it's one of them where you can kind of sense if it's coming. Like if you come against a certain team or you've had a bad game or you've lost a couple of games in a spin or whatever the circumstance is. It's just, it's not a surprise anymore. It's just, a, oh, I'm, I'm getting this again. Like, yeah. so much worse things going on in the world. And we're getting abuse over, over a football match at the end of the day. I know it means a lot to, it means a lot to us. Like, people at home think it means a lot to them. It means, means the same amount to everyone on the pitch. So, because someone's made a mistake or he's missed a chance or he slipped to let a goal in or something, all of a sudden he's a monkey or whatever other name you want to start yeah. calling people. So it's just, it's just a never ending, never ending thing that. Yeah. I don't think it's going to stop for now anyway. Not for now. Not until like you say, you can't do it anymore. If I want to post something about coronavirus, the little tin comes up <laughs> saying, this is false information. If you want real information, go to the NHS website. Or if you want to, if I want to post something with a song on it, 
they've removed it saying I don't own the rights to this yeah, song. Yeah, so yeah. they can obviously censor content. Do you know what I mean? Nudity you can't post. They can censor what you post and they're choosing not to on racism. So there it is. Let's just hope and it can always hope. Let's let's lighten the hope, mood of it. Man, let's yeah, lighten hope. the mood. So one of your goals went viral because you did a certain celebration in front of a certain goalkeeper in his camera. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shout him out, car. Get me. That's no, that's my guy, one. man. That's my guy. <laughs> well, um, did you know what you? Actually, I think I told you to celebrate because I watch it. But um, what made you f- think, right? Where's the camera? Do you know what? Yeah, I don't think I scored. I think I was on a, another goal drought. You know, I'll be real. I think I was on a goal <laughs> drought. Yeah, and um, obviously the games at home. So every home game we come in three hours early pre-match. Like eat what, you, come, you come into the ground, yeah? Into the stadium, yeah. Pretty much eat at the ground, chill, have a meeting, watch TV, whatever. And um, while we're like, after lunch and that, we're just chilling. A couple of men are watching the Ben Foster thing. And he's like, have you ever watched it? I was like, you know what? I've never watched it, but I've, like, obviously I've seen it on Insta mm. and that. And I was like, if I score today, no lie, I need to make it on the next episode. Like, <laughs> this is the goal. I'm making it on the episode. And originally, like, I was going to, pick up the tripod and run off with it like this. <laughs> but I thought, that's a bit of a mad one. Like, yeah. That could cause too yeah, much it'll, chaos. It'll, it'll try and grab you. Do you know what I mean? That's too much chaos. So I thought, let me just, you get me, just slap one in, run up to the camera. And then I scored again. I was like, should I do it again or am I milking it? Like, <laughs> I've done it now. If he wants to put it in the video, it's yeah, there. Isn't it? yeah. I, don't need to, I don't need to rub it in man's face. But. Did he Did he shout you after and say, oh, you mugged me off or whatever? No, nah, I didn't shout. Do you know what? I see him, the return game, like, at their place. And, like, he was like, yo, like, man's got me views on that. I was like, but Run me my cheese, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I see he's got deals with the EFL and that, so he can post unlimited yeah. footage. So. Nah, he's doing this thing to me. play to him, man. Um, let's start with football, where I met you as a footballer. Well, I didn't play there, but where I met you and you was playing. Um, Barnet, how did that come about? Um, Barnet, where, when did I go to Barnet? I think I went there at 17. Um, Wait, where were you before? Because obviously you're not new to football. Not new to football, but I was I was, I was, was never in an in a academy growing up. Okay. I was in, um, I might have been playing for a farm, bro. Okay. So I was doing Harrods journeys back then. Mad. Yeah, I was doing journeys. I've been doing journeys for a time. And imagine before Farm Bar, I was playing for Aldershot. Take that in. Mad. So I went from Aldershot, like under 15s, um, touched QPR for a bit. I was at QPR. Obviously, Raheem Sterling plays in the same position and he's like 15 years younger than me. <laughs> so that didn't quite go up. Although every game I played in, I scored. So did he. Was he doing a madness? Though? Well, the worst thing is, every game I played in, in my age group, he scored and he was playing in the age group above me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so it was never already behind, I was yeah. already behind yeah. from the get-go. So that didn't go to plan. And then um I went to Farnborough for a bit. Um I think I did a madness. I think I was playing for Farnborough and Feltham. <laughs> I was playing like some Sunday team in Feltham. So I was playing Farnborough on a Saturday, Feltham on a Sunday, just doing up journeys. Because none of these teams are close to my house. <laughs> and um ended up going to Barnet on a college program. Okay, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so you. I didn't, I, I didn't have a scholar to start with. I was in this college group program where, like, you sign up, you pay your money, and you try, you use the facilities, and the the whole promise is if yeah, you do it look, well, it looks good. Yeah, you can get a chance to go. Which, to be fair, it did, it did work <laughs> out. Do you know what I mean? But it didn't work out for a lot because it's really, it's like a, it's a side scheme. Yeah. To 
add revenue, but it worked out. Um, I was in the college team, scored a lot of goals for the college team, went up to the youth team, scored a few for them. Um, went to the first team, played a few games in a like Heart Senior Cup, so like a little cup uh, competition. I think I scored in that as well. Ended up getting in the squad for the for the first team in League Two. These times I'm they're still t- emailing me saying you owe you owe two hundred pound for this term. <laughs> so, imagine, so you're in the first team, but they emailed you saying right. Like. So imagine I'm I'm not telling my dad because obviously these times I've got no money, I've got no job. So it's my dad who's paying this two hundred pound yeah. a term. So I've told him like they're still asking for the two hundred. Like I don't think we should pay it because <laughs> last week I was out chilling them away in a hotel and I've got no money. So. Man are buying me. I remember Ricky Holmes are buying me sandwiches at the service station because I've got no bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum's give me like six pound in two pound coins. Like, it's not oh, a stretch. Do. But you know what it's like at the it's service station. Like, That's a whole packet of crisps. Did you get me? The service station is mad. So Ricky Holmes used to buy me. Fair play to Ricky Holmes, yeah, because we didn't even talk that much because I was young and shy. Yeah. I was just staying to myself. But he was like, "Oh, Jam, do you want anything?" And like, at first, I was like, "Nah." He's like, nah, come on, I'm getting you something. And I was like, oh, cool. You must have had your, your belly rumbling or yeah, something. Yeah, he must have still. <laughs> man just saw me wasting away in the back. <laughs> but um, nah, man. So from the college team, ended up being in the squad a few times. Ended up getting a scholar in the end. Um, done that. Played a few games in League Two. And then it all went downhill after that. Wait, wait, I'm going to say a name there. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar Davids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go That's on. your boy, still. It's <laughs> not boy. my boy. It's not my boy, but go on. Um, yeah, he come in. Um, I think I played like eight games on the bounce. I thought I was doing pretty well until I missed a big chance. Was it a big chance or? Big chance, big <laughs> chance. So imagine it's 2-2, yeah? Um, South end away. These times I'm on fire. Like I'm on fire. Like I'm doing my thing. Like, yeah. It's like my eighth game now on the bounce. So like I'm comfy. I'm taking corners like mad. I ain't I ain't really taking corners since. Do you know what I mean? But, but that's like, that's how mad I was yeah. moving. And um it's two two, like ninetieth minute. Nursey's gone down the line. Your boy <laughs> squared it across the goal, yeah. I'm in the six yard box on the Raheem Sterling thing, like Sane Sterling, like it's a tap in from yeah. three yards. Gone to put my foot there, bubbled over my foot. And it's just gone out for a throw in the other side. So like I ain't touched it at all. All I need to do is touch it. And it's three two. And we've won the game. Bobbled over my foot. It's gone out other side. They take the throw in. Referee bros his whistle. That's the end of the game. Man's on the floor after the game. Finished. Manager gets sacked on the Monday. Edgar Davids comes in. Yeah. First session in, yeah. <laughs> We're doing a passing drill, yeah. First session in <laughs> passing drill. Bang. I'm supposed to set to him and he's playing to whatever the next cone is. Yeah. So we're saying we're going to walk through it. Boom, boom, boom. We're doing it slow. Bear in mind we're doing it slow because we're walking through it. So he's roll. everyone's rolling it softly. Yeah, yeah. He gets to his thing where he's rap- he's playing it to me and he's wrapped it. Like What, no need to wrap it? There's no need to wrap it because everyone's just rolling it because he's just explaining it as yeah. it goes on. It gets to my thing and he's wrapped it. But me, like, luckily... Bam, the set was nice. <laughs> you get me? The set yeah, was cold. Yeah. And then boom. So that was the demo done. So I was thinking, all right, cool. So we do it again. Boom, the set was nice. And he says, no, 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 stop. 
like I need the I need the pre action. So okay, he wants yeah. every man to now yeah, yeah, run yeah. away and come back. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Like I've just done two good sets. Like I'm in a good space. <laughs> the next one, we start again. The third time round goes boom, boom, boom. I do my pre action. I come back. He wraps it. I go for the set. <laughs> goes up. Manchester it and plays it. Yeah, and he says, nah, that's it. This how you're training. <laughs> This is the big boys club. <laughs> what? But that was it. That was me. Go in. If you're going to train like that, go in. My head's gone. Wait, so... No, <laughs> you're not keeping it. My head's gone. Oh, so you just walked in? He told me to go in. Wait. He, uh... he said, if you're going to train like that, go in. So I've like... And this is in front of everyone? Bruv. In front of the whole group, fam. So I've like gone to the side where the warm-up was. And I'm like... I don't even know what I'm doing. I think I'm like just jogging between the cones, like just to try and stay busy, like to like not go, not give in. Yeah. And I think um, Uli or something, like his assistant come over and said like, you need to go in. Like, You don't what you are. He said like, don't worry about it. Like just go in. So imagine I'm going in, the youth team are still in the changing room and that. So I've gone in and they're like, what's happened? I'm like, just sent me in, bro. <laughs> like that's it. And then from there, it was just an upward climb, like to try and, build that relationship again but it never really worked did you think your career was over at that point yeah because after i got booted the other two youth teamers that were up got booted so george sykes got booted iffy allen got booted so imagine now for like three four months we were part of the first team group but we never trained so we're in the gym when everyone's training (laughs) and if someone got injured Stacker would come up and be like, we need one of your jam, come down. Yeah. Thankfully, every time someone got injured, it was me. So I remember one time Yids got injured, yeah. Or he was pulling out a training or whatever. Stacky runs up, jam, you're training, yeah. <laughs> and like that feeling, like we're, bearing in mind, we're not back, we can't do gym every day. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. not touching the grass. So we're just sitting on the mat so in you, the gym. You can't even do extras. You don't you want can't to do, do nothing. You do, like you're not coming out. Like the youth team coach said, you can come and train with the youth team. But by that point, I think we was too far. Like, if it was a bit, it was a bit older than yeah. the youth team. Like, it yeah. was just too far to go and train with the youth team at that stage. Well, we could have done really because it would have been a session, dead, a session, but it, it, it wouldn't have been the same. So like, he'd come in the gym. Oh, you're with us today. The feeling when you get up because we're just sitting on the mat. So the feeling you get up and you just look at your two, <laughs> your two boys like sitting on the mat. <laughs> on, bro. Um, like, it was mad. They sent you on a few loans, didn't it? Like non league. Did did that help make you like the player you are now, or was there other situations? That f- um, simple. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, some of them, some of the loans, because I think I done about eight loans, so I enjoyed some of them. Some of them were like mutual consent, if that makes sense, and yeah. some of them were like, "This is where you're going. That's it." So my first one, um, there was no mutual consent. Still, it was. This is it. Like, so imagine it's orange. These times it's orange Wednesdays, yeah. So I'm in the cinema. I'm in the cinema, my missus, yeah. My my phone's ringing off. Who's this? It's Paul Fairclough, yeah. So he's the he was the head of football at yeah. Barnet. So my phone's ringing off. I'm not picking it up. I'm in the cinema, like Orange Wednesday, voicemail. <laughs> so I listen to the voicemail while I'm in the cinema, yeah. <laughs> and it's um, he's gonna drive Jamal. Paul, you're um you're on loan to Hitchin for the next three months. 
Oh. They didn't even ask you. No, you are on loan at Hitchin <laughs> for the next three months. I'll send you the the address for training tomorrow. Don't bother coming in to training, like with us in the morning. Like just report straight to their gaff. I was like, right, that set the tone. Like, <laughs> so I've turned up to Hitchin, and it was actually it was actually ledge. Like I was playing men's football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to get used to a whole new changing room, and that's that was the eye opener because, like. It was a whole new world of man are going to the pub after training, man are doing this, man are turning up in vans, like white vans with paint all over them, like <laughs> nuts. Like it was just a whole new world that I just never saw before. And it was a pretty good experience to be fair. Decent. Um, okay, when did you join when did you start coaching? When did you when did we meet? Was you still at Barnet then or was it was that nah, long nah. ago? I went to um I was at Hemel Hempstead. Where another madness happened. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I was at Hemel when I um first started with Love the Ball because they um but they kind of messed it up as well because they they went from Tuesday Thursday nights so they started trying to do the professional Monday morning. Okay. But to be fair, back then I didn't have many hours with Love the Ball, so I could do the Monday morning. But when my hours went up, it was impossible. Yeah. Like, and, to make it make sense, it didn't make, like, it couldn't, two and two didn't add up. So I had to kind of skip the Monday morning sessions and go to work, which as a as a young boy trying to be a professional footballer and I'm having to skip out sessions, it ain't really ideal. So um, they wasn't too happy with that either. How did the convo go with the work boss? <laughs> so I, eventually I had to tell him, like, I can't do Mondays anymore. And I think he tried to... Um, you have to take a Wednesday off me because the full like, day right, as well. Well, you just won't do Wednesday <laughs> if you don't want to do Monday. Don't do Wednesday. Hold the Thursday after school club. I was like, boy, is that how you're moving? Uh, do you know what's mad? Because <laughs> I remember talking to him after this year. He was losing. I was thinking, right, like, what? Just let him play football and just yeah. let him make some money in it. Like, what is? You're not there. I'm there. I can't yeah. do it by myself. Do you know what I'm saying? But um. Yeah, he kind of, yeah, he treated you like a little kid. Too, yeah, right? I think I was, a, I was, at the same time, I was a little kid. Do you know what I mean? Like mentally, I just wasn't. Obviously today that couldn't happen. <laughs> but back then, like, I wasn't going to say nothing back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't going to be like, that's out of order. Like, now nah, I'm doing this. I just held it. Do you get me? Like you took that, like, out of nowhere, man, just, it's taking hours off me. That's that, money as well. That was irrelevant to the situation. All I needed was Monday morning, like to go training, and all of a sudden now I've lost the Monday morning and I've lost another day of work. But we move. <laughs> um, <laughs> how was he? How, not he. How was it like making money then? Like, was you was you alright with it? <laughs> I'm, kind of say, I'm setting you up here. What do you mean? <laughs> What does that Get, mean? Getting paid, getting paid. Was it a fight? Yeah. I, know, I know my answer. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a fight, man. It was difficult. It was difficult because um, really and truly both jobs, because the football at Hemel um, used to get paid after each game. Envelope the chairman. Team. Yeah, envelope. And it was um, at the chairman's discretion. So after the game, shower, get changed, sit in a little bar bit, Chem's in a good mood. He might have one drink, <laughs> come over, give you a 
piece. If he's in a bad mood, he might have three or four drinks and then give you a piece. Oh, so, so you're waiting for him to pay you? You don't know what time you're going home. <laughs> you're sitting around and he's like, okay. Like, everyone's like looking over, like, is, when's he coming? Yeah, I just ordered another drink. Oh, he's just having another pint. These are just four pints deep. It's been it's an hour seven, since it's, it's been an hour o'clock. since the game. Like, yeah. it's a three o'clock kickoff. It's now six forty-five. Just want to get your envelope and go home. So that was a fight, and then obviously the work, the work, um, the work payment was a little bit of a fight as well. Like having to, having to fill out all the forms and that. It's just hard. It's just hard work. What else it? did you have to do? <laughs> <laughs> what else did you have to do? What the session plans? <laughs> what else did you have to do? <laughs> What else do we have to do? I remember doing last minute session plans. Session plans. I had to lie to him and say, right, big man, I'm at dinner. I need to pay the bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pay me. But real. It's all nine o'clock. Facts that actually happened a couple of times. I mean, Nando's. (laughs) Like, oh, babe, let's go Nando's. I get paid today. Let's go Nando's. Like, checking the thing. I ain't been paid yet, you know. Mine was all like minus. I'm like, big man. Like, we're going Nando's at seven. It's six o'clock. I ain't been paid yet. I'm thinking, right. Might have to leave Nando still. <laughs> Might have to start chefing it up in the kitchen, like calling. Like, can you, can you do it, please? Have you done? Have you? Yeah, have you, have you sent this? It's not even have that. It's not even that. It's, it's the uh, yeah. It's, it's Friday. Um, I've done. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? He's like, yeah, just waiting for your session plan, mate. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've said it. It's smart. Let me have a look through it. It's all yeah, nine o'clock. Hap- he's yeah. not happy with he's the session plan. He's not happy about plan. one thing. He's not happy with the session plan. My, my name's not on it. Put my name on it and I'll pay you. Bruv. Bruv. How about the, <laughs> the little, that Excel sheet you have to fill out with the hours on? How am I going to fill that out, bruv? But we're self-employed. Just put the money in my account. <laughs> Just run the peas, man, and let's uh, be off. Man. Yeah. So we're going to have a chat we're about doing this, a good but job. yeah. <laughs> but. Character building, man. Yeah. Character yeah. building. We'll, we'll, we'll give us one of his quotes. What you, um, <laughs> you can take the donkey to the well. <laughs> bro, I must have heard that 150 Who's the donkey? Bro. You was the donkey, Nah, I was bro. never, no way. I <laughs> was never, the, brother, brother, he's talking about I was you. Walking in, I was walking down the A3 with, with footballs on my back. <laughs> I was driving in the rain. from North London. Yeah. Through congestion, through <laughs> flipping, what's that park called? <laughs> Richmond Park. Through Richmond Park, bro. <laughs> Remember the nine o'clock session, yeah? When if you miss the sunset and you can't go through the park, you've you gone got, a long way home. Bro, bro, Hampton Lane and that when the traffic hits, going past Barn Station. Ah, oh, too man, too man. You should just give us a pay rise. Admin doing travelling, man. But fair play to him. He saw that at Hampton Richmond, even though you didn't want to go. Mm. Why didn't you want to go? Because um, all my loans to then were Conference South level, and Hampton were in the Ryman Prem, so it was the lowest that I'd ever gone, and that like. Ego wise, that was like, oh, like I want to stay in the conference south, or I want to, I want a conference prem team. Like, just all ego, really. Like, I want to stay as high as possible, even if the like it wasn't even about money, really. It was like, shut up, all shut like, up, shut up. It's all the same. No, place. no, because I remember Come on, you bro. was like, I can go well in get conference. I was like, they're gonna get relegated. Or I can go Hampton. I was like, yeah, Hampton or Welling. Hampton are gonna win I the league. I told you about Welling, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You wanted to drive from Harrow to Welling. That's no, but Josh, I wait, told wait, you why wait, I cancelled Willing though. Go on. Because they said they've got a young squad. I spoke to the manager. Oh, they've got a young squad. <laughs> I was going to be the oldest player there, senior pro at like 22, 23. I said, I'm not ready for this, bro. People, I had to kidnap this guy in his own car and take him to Hampton <laughs> Richmond training to make he sure he's there. First session, yeah, still. bro. To make sure he's nice. It's like, make sure he goes. 
I'm like, when he's, he, he's going to drop me home. No, no, drive to Hampton. I was like, it's his car. Drive to Hampton. You know, when he puts on that voice. <laughs> he's moving mad, bro. I but swear he he wanted me to sign for someone else, though, so I could, so I could, <laughs> so I could carry on. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Actually, to, I think no. I think he tried to sort out all the shot deal. So yeah, he work so as well, isn't work. it? That's <laughs> what it was. He wanted me to go all the shot. That's what I can say. Nah. But Hampton was a revelation. Hampton was one of the best moves ever, man. Like apart, like the whole thing of I'm having to dip down the leagues. Like once that kind of wore off, and I just got used to like, okay, here I am. I've got to try and prove myself at this level, because. No one wants me in the conference south. Like the minute I deep that. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you. Go on. What happened at where, where Hemel? I just remembered something, Mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Hemel. This is where I knew my time was done at Hemel. <laughs> so imagine we've got a uh, Gosport away, which is close to Portsmouth. Yeah. So um, we're getting a mini bus down. So driven to the stadium, mini bus. These are the times when it was 16 man, 16 man squads. So getting a mini bus. If you're traveling, you're in the squad. Basically. Yeah, you're traveling. You're, we're only bringing 16 players, yeah. five subs. You're nice. Getting a mini bus, banter on the way down. You get me a bit of music. Everyone's having a great time. Game day. You get there. Um, Obviously, there's not names on the shirts. It's just one to, it's just the numbers. So mm. you got to wait for Mama to tell you like who's starting. Or what what number you are on the bench. So he reads out the thing. Don't hear my name. Thinking, oh. Like, so I go up to the coach and like, oh, what number am I? Like, I didn't hear what number am I? He said, oh, let me speak to the to the gaffer. I said, all right, cool. So I start getting changed. I start putting, I think I start putting my socks on or something. And um, no, I fully get changed. He said, he said I think he must have said, you're number 16 or something. So I fully get changed. I'm out. I go out to the um, warm-up, start doing the first bit of the warm-up. Then uh, the coach pulls me again and said, oh, the gaffer said, um, you're not on the bench. I said, what do you mean? Who's on the bench then? <laughs> he said, oh, he just, he just thinks it's best not to put you on the bench today. But there's only 16 men. But there's only 16 players here. Like, there's only five subs, so you're naming four subs when you could name five. And I'm here, changed. He you're said, on yeah. the pitch. I'm on the pitch warming up. And the manager's standing over there, and he's not He's not come up to me, he's not said nothing. The coach has done it. So, I've gone. So I'm not on the bench at all. Like, why am I on the bench? He's like, I don't know, the gaffers. The gaffer said, like, you're not involved today. I said, all right, cool. Hopped the fence. Went back in the changing room, got changed. Bear in mind, my dad came to the, my dad was coming to the game. So I see my dad, like, just pull up to the game, walking in the, the, the paid team. his, paid his five pounds, <laughs> ten pounds, whatever it is to get in. And I see him. So I said, that's it then. I jumped the fence, go get changed, walk around the stadium to my dad and say, listen, we need to go home. Like, I'm not playing. Let's go home. He says, cool. Well, he told him what happened. He's like, yeah, this is, yeah, he's like, let's go. Like, I'm not watching. I'm not, I didn't come here to watch these men play. I come here to watch you play. And you're not even on the bench. So got back in the car. Boom. Straight back home. Hour and a half journey of absolute head loss. So I've told them, man, listen, like, this is me. No, it ah, oh, it gets worse. <laughs> so after that, yeah, Monday morning, we've got training. And um, he goes, you're not training. I said, what? He said, yeah, yeah, the gaffer doesn't want any training either. 
And he's not saying nothing to you, isn't he? He's not saying nothing. So I'm gone. So he's telling me I've had to cancel my work hours for you. And now I'm not even training or being in a squad. He said, listen, I'm done then. That's me done. Like, I'm not coming back. He said, like, don't worry. Like, it'll be fine. We'll release, we'll release the paperwork. You can sign for someone else. I said, cool. Run that. I get a call from the manager. First time I spoke to the manager since. He goes, um, we're not going to release your papers work until you bring bring the training kit and the bag back. You know, the massive <laughs> kit bags. <laughs> yeah. He said, we're not releasing your paperwork until you bring the kit bag and the kit back. I said, listen, you can take the, you can have the tracksuit. I don't want it. Like, I'll <laughs> drop it. Wherever you need it, I'm dropping it there now. Like, I'm going now. So I met um, the secretary or something in um, Hemel, dropped it off. He said, no worries, I'll do the paperwork today. Text me again. A couple hours later, paperwork's done. No drama. I said, bloody hell. Then went to Hampton and... Shined on. Had to, bruv. I had to because <laughs> no one else wanted me. I was <laughs> like, who wants me in the, in the conference <laughs> south? No one. I'm calling all the people I went on loan to. Nah, I can't take her. Nah, I can't take her. Mm, not really sure we've got space for you at the minute. Maybe next season. Did you feel like you was blacklisted? Maybe, maybe, because a lot of the loan clubs I went to, I did well. So I can't see why they wouldn't want me. Um, I might have had a little bit of an attitude back then. I had another problem with um, Boreham Wood. So imagine I wasn't in the squad again. I wasn't in the squad for (laughs) Boreham Wood. But that was legitimate because we had like 20 players. Yeah. So there was four men not in the squad. And um, But they do things proper, like 20 people. Yeah, it was proper. But this was a home game. So we rolled up to the home game. I'm not in a squad. Fair enough. That's fine with me. Um, if you don't feel I deserve to be in a squad, that's fine. But the Hemel thing I wasn't cool with. So um, I've gone to the to the manager. Can I still do the warm-up? And he said, yeah. Yeah. So like, I've travelled here. I'll do the warm-up. Because I felt better about it. Because like, he told me properly, like, you're not in a squad today, but, you know, you might be in there next week. I said, ah. Oh. I might as well do the warm up in it. So I'm doing the warm up, doing my thing, like starting 11 go in, the subs stay out, we're doing kick ups, like 60 yard volleys or whatever, like <laughs> volleying it to each other. Do you know what I mean? So that happens. And um, we come in, I see the manager as I'm coming in. I was like, oh, where do we watch the game? Like, because obviously you can't sit on a bench. And that yeah. was the first time I wasn't in the squad. So I was like, where do, where, like, where do we have to watch the game? And he was like, oh, you don't have to watch it if you don't want, you can just shoot off. I said, you sure? And he was like, yeah. Boy, I'm shooting off then. <laughs> so I, w- I went back, I went home, went, went, to my, went to my missus' house. And um, the next day, or whenever I go back to Barnet, they're like, so who do you think you are? Like, <laughs> you're just leaving the games without telling anyone. What? Yeah, so what? He, he didn't put you in a squad, so you thought you could just you could just leave the stadium. Is that is that what we sent you here to do? We sent you to get experience. <laughs> he stitched you up. I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, I, "I I I actually went to ask him where do I watch it, and he said you don't have to watch it. You can shoot off." Those were his words. I didn't. Prior to that, the words "I'm gonna shoot off" never came out of yeah. my mouth. So those were his <laughs> very words. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, was, I said this to the coach. I was like, "He told me to shoot off." What did you, what else was I supposed to do? No one believed me, bruv. Like, didn't believe me saying, this is the attitude problem we're talking about. Like, it's mad, bruv. 
Do you know what? I'm glad you. I'm glad you, Shannon, because you seem like non-league made you suffer, boy. Yeah. Even like, me. obviously, you're playing non-league. You don't know when your next paycheck's gonna come. Yeah. Mm. You're not earning well at Love the Ball. Mm. And you're doing this on a Sunday. What was you doing on the Sunday? I was at the car boot sale <laughs> on the Sunday, bro. <laughs> Selling t-shirts for a pound. Swear down. <laughs> now I've done a few car boots though. I've done a few car boots. Who, who came up with the idea? I've done a few with my mum. Um, when I was a bit younger and then I was like you know what I need to earn some more money because I'm not I'm not making ends meet right now like I've cancelled some hours at work and now I'm not even at that club anymore <laughs> this one is this club's left me I've gone to a new club so the car boot sale was the only it was have a car boot sale or do something else and Look, I think the car boot sale was a better option. So. I was thinking, this, what is this guy doing? What? Like, I left my foam roller in your car. And he's like, yeah, it's gone, mate. It's gone, car it's boot gone, sale, mate. I was like, car what? Car boot sale, mate. It had <laughs> to go. Uh, but yeah, um, Hampton, Richmond. Yeah. You found your feet. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty much straight away because um, I knew Nicky Kabamba from okay. before. Like, it was mad how I met him. So my missus... Dad has got a shop, yeah, in Harrow. And next to that shop is Jaffans. Nick used to work in Jaffans. Okay. So the two companies used to do goals together. Bear in mind, they're all 40-year-old plus men, most of them. And then Nicky. So, like, they was all gassed <laughs> off Nicky. Do you get me? Like, like he's the next he's, best friend. Yeah, he's chopping up all these, like, middle-aged men. And they're like, oh, we got this guy called Nicky. Like, he's sick. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll come with you, innit? Because it's unfair. Like, you've, they've got the young guy in there doing all the most. And he's just a bunch of like, normal middle-aged guys who don't even play football. They're just there for the banter. Yeah. So I've gone. And it's just basically me versus Nicky. And that was the first time I ever met him. Like, through that. And then he was at Hampton. And we just ended up becoming boys. Like, we car schooling together and that. And we moved to, to Portsmouth together from there as well. Like, okay. That's my guy still. I remember um, you were scoring so much that you said to me <laughs> that that um, the manager was Doswell. Dows, yeah. Dows, Dows, sorry. He he said you can't I got you can't take no more penalties. <laughs> you had him well, doing marathons yeah, to, like, to raise money. Yeah, he was running marathons, selling shirts and that to pay the to pay the goal bonus. <laughs> but he got one of his boys to start paying the goal bonus. Swear down. Yeah, it was mad. Was you was you shining on that much? Yeah, it was mad. My I went there with like a couple months left of the season. Scored 15, that first one, in the Ramon Prem. 15 in the last, like, three or three months? Yeah, like, must have been, like, from Jan to the end of the season. Scored 15. Goal bonuses. He was moving mad, bro. Like, when I say it, he was like, I've just run two marathons this week, like, <laughs> raising money and that. But, nah, he's a good guy, man. He done his thing. Because then in the next season as well... Um, Mind you, you just league. won the league. You went there, just, scored fifteen, yeah, won the league, won that, won the Ram and Prem, and then I was thinking, you know what, I've got to get a move now. Like, <laughs> what else do they want to? Is see? that when you decided to leave work? Yeah, that's when I decided. But when the move didn't come after that, I was like, I'm obviously not doing oh, so enough. You just won the league, scored fifteen. He was like, I'm getting a move. Yeah, didn't come. I thought that was it. I'm getting a move. I'll see you later. I'm off, and nothing happened. A few, like, mentions, oh, this person might be interested, this person might be, but nothing ever came to it. And I was like, I'm not doing enough. Like, I've got to do something else. Mm. Like, the same. I didn't come to Hampton to, like, to not do well, do you know what I mean? And to not try and progress. So 
work had to get cancelled. And my fitness first membership got rinsed, bro. I was in <laughs> it every day. I bro. was fuming when you asked that, bruv. You just left me. You was by yourself doing solo, bro. You was at Nomid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've but every Saturday I'm saying you're scoring goals, you're doing yeah. your thing. And then Portsmouth. Yeah, Portsmouth. Um come to one of the games. You've been to Hampton, like you know what the stadium's like. When you see two <laughs> blue Portsmouth tracksuits, like you can't miss it. They come in the full us and Wenger thing. I was like, right, like you've seen that man over there, like won the game. I think I scored two, and then heard nothing for a little bit. Um, just kept on doing my thing, kept on scoring, and then what did I get? Dallas come in and said, listen, Portsmouth want to sign you, like that's it. Like they said, I said I'll let you go, but um, obviously they can't sign you till January. But they want you to do a pre-agreement because they think someone else might come in. Okay. So I signed for them in like I signed the pre-agreement in October, I think. Yeah, October. And um that's probably the best thing that could have happened because I think that pushed me on to to do to do better because I didn't want to be like because I had to play with Hampton until January yeah, anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, I've signed my thing now, like I'm done. Like I'm not trying as much anymore. I think that made me it made me more conscious to make sure I scored. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't want no one to think like, oh, he's got his move now. He doesn't care about us no more. So like, I had to put that extra. Yeah, I was going to ask extra that. Yard well, in, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I've been trying to shift that whole bad attitude persona for so long that I, I don't even think I ever had it. No, nah, it's just because you're above. But like, it just you've got, got above face. In. Yeah, and people are telling me my body language <laughs> when I'm on a pitch and that doesn't make any sense because my GPS will tell you I've run the most. Yeah. People are telling me my body language looks lazy. But that doesn't lie. The GPS doesn't, can't tell you that I've run more than yeah. someone else. But so me trying to push that away, I've gone, you know what? These next couple months I'm doing, I'm going ham for Hampton. Like, I had to do it. And then um, just went from there. I think I scored 23 in the end. Mad in in the first half of the season, you scored twenty three goals. Yeah, do you know by the seventeenth of December because we I went to Mexico for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Mexico for Christmas because that that was like the only chance. Like before that, I was like, I'm not I'm not missing no games. And yeah. Like, obviously, I've just signed a thing for League Two. There is no way you're getting a holiday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Any other time, that's the only time I've ever been away for Christmas or during a season in my life, and. Instant straight Fuck Mexico it, yeah. for Christmas, yeah. It was nice though. When you um when you signed your deal, would you want peanuts or would you want like At good Portsmouth. money? Yeah, the yeah, first deal. Absolute peanuts. Swear down. Yeah, yeah. I was probably making more when I was working full time and playing football. Serious? Yeah. But- it was it was a it was hard, man. It was hard because now I'm not living at my mum's house. I now have to pay for my own house, pay for my own food, pay for all the bills pay for the petrol when I drive back to London like it's an hour and a half yeah. journey like I'm just doing more doing more things you're in, basically a full on adult now isn't full it? on adult out of nowhere and earning a little bit less than what I was when I was full time work and, and football so but it's one of them where I was like I wasn't going to turn it down Um, I was like 
at that stage, it's not about the money. If I do well enough, money will come. They always say, if I do well, they'll give me more money. Yeah. You're a risk if you haven't played in the league. Da, 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 da. Is that what he said? You're a risk? Yeah. yeah. Which is fair enough. You know, can't expect them to throw a ridiculous contract at me. Mm. But um, it was hard at times, 100%. And then we then we had a baby and milk's expensive, bro. The <laughs> first bit, <laughs> the the breastfeeding bit, when you think, oh yeah, this is alright, like. And then when the breastfeeding stops and you gotta buy the flipping the little cans, <laughs> of, the little <laughs> bottles of milk, bro. That was like we was budgeting it, like as long as we got enough money for the milk, everything else, everything else, like we'll hold that. Like if the car don't get paid, it's cool. Because <laughs> what if the big man comes and not, takes it? Boy, you better get the push chair out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, it's, it's mad you got that mentality. Maybe because you were young. Because we had guests in season one, like Craig Eastman said, mm. "Why would he would he'd he'd happily stay at um, Sutton United, who just won the league anyway? But mm. he'd happily stay there and be part time, then go into the league and not earn as much as yeah. what he was on. He he won't be it made because he's older. A lot, of, a lot of would rather do that." And it makes sense because less pressure. In, yeah, it's less pressure, and you're earning better, and you got more spare time to. You could have a second job if you wanted to, even. Do you know what I mean to bring in more? But for me, it was like I was just desperate to to play back in the league again, whether I was gonna make less or not. Did I you? Knew. Did you struggle with the transition from part time to full time? Um. Not drastically, because obviously after I quit my job, I was trying to train every day okay. anyways. And um, the transition was smooth. It was more the transition of a new culture. Um, and Portsmouth at the time had a lot of, when I first went there, there was like an Irish group, a Scouse group, a Manchester group. What, in the team? Yeah. Okay. And, like a, and a Portsmouth, like grown up through the Portsmouth youth group and like everything else like there was those groups and then whatever else was left <laughs> that's your group okay okay and I was in like the whatever else is left group <laughs> and that group is mad like we had Milan from um, Slovakia Amin from Zimbabwe like it was just a mad group players yeah. that had come from somewhere else it was a mad little group but just being able I think going on loan bare times like every three months or every month, I've got to blend into a whole new 20 player squad. So that kind of helped because I, I could kind of get into some of those groups a little bit easier. Yeah. But um, it's tough, man, especially when they're, they're a lot older and they're thinking, who's this guy from non league? Like, he's coming in. He thinks he's going to play. Like, is this guy serious? Especially when they play in your position as well. Yeah. It gets a bit sticky, man. The tension, the tension's high. But um, we can't fault your work rate because even another guess we had on um season one um Tariq he THD, said your yeah. yeah THD your work rate was mad and you you it was only you and him doing extras after yeah and you ended up going and winning the league again yeah yeah how right. how did you did you feel like you'd made it um not really because behind the the um the trophies and how oh, you scored the winning goals and all of that I was going home and budgeting my shopping meal, do you know what I mean? Budgeting my food shops, making sure I had enough money for the milk, petrol. Oh, can't go to London this weekend because, boy. Was it that bad, yeah? At times it was, it was. 
But at times, it, I don't want to make it sound like it was horrible, but it just wasn't easy. Like the first, the first bit, once you relocation, um, fee runs out, you're in the dry. Oh, so they, did you have to find your own house or they sorted you out? You have to find your own house, but they, they pay for it for the first couple of months. So that first couple of months, you're thinking, oh, this is all right. And then when's that? They only pay for a couple of months. And once that's done, you're, you're on, you're on your own, mate. And they don't really tell you that it's going to run out. You think, oh, right, like they're paying for the house. Like, this is nice. Like, we've got all this money. All we've got to do is buy our food and yeah. pay the sky bill and whatever. And all of a sudden, one month, that rent money doesn't come in. <laughs> and you're on your own. You've got to figure it out. So when you won the league, yeah? Mm. Is that instant new deal? Nah, I didn't get it instant. I got it um, halfway through the next season, I think. Yeah, so we won the we won the league. Obviously, scored some scored some important goals for that. Um, then went into League One, and I was thinking, right, like, I was I don't know if I was ready for that step up like so quick. Mad. It was a little bit mad. I think I think for me, like the maddest thing was like seeing faces that I've seen. Do you know what I mean? Like, On TV. Yeah, yeah. I was like, right, that's my man, or like. Flipping out and follow my man on Instagram, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like just being a little bit of a fan, like just seeing all these men. I'm like, even now, some days I'm like that. I'm like, bro, you know that, like, that's Brett Summer longer, you know, like <laughs> these times I've played against him, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and we're cool, but like that little fanboy in, on the inside because because I was so old and not playing, like, I was still like looking up to them, man, kind of thing, you know, we're probably like the same age, or some of them probably even younger, yeah. Like, we were still kind of looking up to them until, like, we're pretty much on the same level now kind of thing. I know, um, going to go back a little bit. You said um, breastfeeding. Yeah. Did Portsmouth give you um, time off when you had your daughter? <laughs> nah. Um, so, Bon was born on, say she was born on a Tuesday. Nah, she'd say she was born on a Monday, yeah. Yeah. Monday morning. So we've gone to the hospital Sunday night. She's born Monday morning. So I've text saying like, oh, Miss is going to labour, I'm not coming training. Yeah. But they're going um Doncaster away. So he said, All right, cool. Let me know when the baby's here. And I thought that was it. <laughs> I was like, cool. I'll let you know when the baby's here. Get another text, is the baby here? And now the baby's not here. Get a phone call. Uh, how's things going? Everyone all good? <laughs> Who's calling you? Manager? Yeah. Manage, uh, Mrs. All good? Everyone all good? Yeah, yeah, Baby's not here yet. Yeah, all good though. Everything's all right. Her mum's got here now. So yeah, we're all good. All right, let me know if anything happens. I said, yeah, I will. A couple hours later. Baby here, like, what's going on? Everything all right? How you getting on? I'm thinking, bro, when the baby's here, I'll text <laughs> you. But it went on all day. So bear, like... She didn't come till the next morning, so I'm getting that all day. Yeah. And then when she did come, she say, I think she come at like nine something in the morning. I've gone, boy, it's impossible for me to text him right now because he <laughs> wants me to play this game. Oh, so is that's why he's texting That's you? why he's on me. He wants me to play Doncaster away. So she's born at nine. He's texted me, called me. I'm not rep- I've not replied to like 12. Like, oh yeah, the baby's here now. Um... But then I've like kind of left it. I think he's texted me again. I've not replied. Called saying, "Ah, oh, glad to hear, glad to hear the baby's here. Um, congrats." 
how's everyone? Is baby okay? Is Mrs. okay? Yeah, baby's good. Mrs. good. Everyone's happy, healthy. And then um, he goes, ah, oh, how do you feel? Do you feel like you can play? <laughs> and I, I was like, I guess like I've been in a I've been in a hotel I've been in a hospital for three days yeah the hospital food in there you're getting a sandwich that's like this big and like, you slept on this uh, I slept on the, armchair. on the armchair I slept on the armchair I ain't been home so I'm wearing the same tracksuit yeah the last three days I stink I think I had one shower in the the mad shower that they have in the room yeah but I was like I ain't going back in there bro. it was mad in there <laughs> so I stink I'm wearing the same tracky I'm flipping. Ain't really eating properly. I'm having crisps and these small sandwiches, like dehydrated a lot. I'm tired, bro. These times the baby was just born. Like, yeah. I'm emotionally, like, I'm emotionally stressed. Like, I'm just not there, like, fully focused on My man saying, on a game at seven o'clock. Long story short, big man said, um, the CEO is outside the hospital. <laughs> um, what? Ready to pick you up and, and drive you to the game. You're starting tonight. This is while we're still on the phone. Like he's not like he's asking me how I feel, but but Big <laughs> he's Man's already, already downstairs. He's already told Big Man. He's already lined it up. So imagine, like, imagine me saying that to my missus. Like, I'm a missus' mum's there now, and I'm like, they want me to go and play this game. Like, what should I say? And it's like, you know what? They've been calling you for the last two days. Like, you might as well just go now. Like, but this is your firstborn. Firstborn, bro. She's like, oh, you know what? She feels all right. The baby's all right. The mum's there. Her dad and her brothers and that are on their way down. He's like, don't stress. Go play the game. Come back. Like, just have a couple of days off after that. I was like, cool. So, boom. I go downstairs. Bear in mind, I still, when I say I stink here, <laughs> I stink. So I'm in the back of this guy's car. There's him and his missus in the front. They're all trying to give me small talk on that. But I ain't really slept. So I need a little sleep. They're like, if you need a sleep. Just go. So I'm all dribbling in my man's car, fast asleep, <laughs> conked out, yeah. Then I hear the phone ring. His phone ring comes up on the thing. Yeah. How oh, you doing? How far away are you? He's like, oh, about an hour and a half left. How's Jamal? And he's like, oh, he's just asleep in the back, but he feels all right. And he's thinking, oh, we're going to, he's, he's going to start tonight. So <laughs> make sure you get some food. Stop off at the service. McDonald's. Quick McDonald's. <laughs> Eat it in the service station, back in the car, back on the M-way. Get there. Man's on the bench. <laughs> so after all of that? Bruv, I come on at half time, yeah? Because we're getting smoked. So I come on at half time. But my head's gone, bruv. <laughs> I've done all of this to come and start this game. I said, you know what? I'm here now. I'm fully on it. Like, this is what I'm here for. You've made, I've made the journey. Like, I'm here to play, start, do my best for the team. I get there. You know what, you have had a stressful couple of days. Um, I'll just put you on the bench to start with. And, you know, if we need you, we'll put you on. What do you mean if you need me, bro? <laughs> you just drove from Portsmouth to <laughs> Doncaster. I'm just driven to Doncaster. So, Mad. ended up coming on at halftime. We got smoked and <laughs> lost the game. And you made your missus carry the baby home by herself? Yeah, missus carried the baby home by herself. But, um, yeah, it was head loss still, so I, he drove me back to the house it was mad bruv mad journey still that is mental no time off but Dex second born had time off I had to I patterned it properly better better yeah. Um, your second season in League 1 first one's a bit hit and miss second yeah. season top goal scorer 
Scoring at Wembley. Yeah. Team of the year. What, what changed? Team of the um, year. <laughs> what changed? Um, I think it was just getting comfortable in the team. I think it's hard because for me, especially like the whole non-league story, it's like I've always got to try and prove myself because I feel like if I do something dead, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's because he's from non-league. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's playing non-league a minute ago and now he thinks he's dead. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like that's always going to come back on me regardless of how long ago that was. Even today, I still feel like if I do something bonkers in training, they're like, yeah, of course, like he's non-league, do you know what I mean? He's like, like he's got lucky to be a kind of thing. Serious? Brother, that's, that's what it feels like because some people will have that opinion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially the men that have been academy the whole life, you know, they feel like they've got that extra pedigree of quality that it doesn't exist. But yeah, man, it's it's just one of them, like just getting comfortable and being able to express yourself and not feel like oh, these men these men don't really rate me, like because I'm yeah. from non-league. And that second season in League One, I felt like I was the main man. The first season in League One, obviously, we had Brett Pittman who scored however many goals he did. Like, he was the main man. Yeah. And then next season, I was like, that that has to be me. Like, I have to be that main man. Otherwise, I'm always going to feel like that inferiority complex kind of thing. So I just took it upon myself to be to be the main guy. Fair enough, fair enough. And then we can come about. But yeah. see your current agent. I ain't got a problem with him. He's cool. I used to kick ball with him, innit? Yeah. So I'm saying to him, he's saying to me, I'm an agent. So I'm like, nah, you're one of them runners that just goes and watch players. Oh, yeah. No, I said, I'm an agent. I was like, cool, I've got a player in it. Mm. This is when you're in Hampton doing yeah. your thing. I've got a player for you. He's scoring every week. He's like, ah, oh, I'll have a look at him. I'll have a look at him. Didn't sign you. Go to Portsmouth, didn't sign you. Then when you're at Portsmouth, you're doing this season, he then rings me. He's like, ah, oh, your boy, Jamal. Who, who looks after him? I was like, ah, oh, now, now you want to be interested, <laughs> isn't it? Then now he contacted you. Yeah. Then, a, he's, he's my guy, man. He's done well, bro. I think, like you say, from back then, it's hard for people to to think, like, to invest and think that far ahead. Because if you looked at my past before I was at Hampton, it doesn't look great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stay at a team for three months and sign for someone else. Like, the, the amount of loans and that, it didn't look that, it doesn't look like a good investment of time. Do you know what I mean? So... I guess he waited. He waited to see how it panned out, man. And I think he's done pretty well. Got you to move to Wigan, innit? Yeah, man. He's he got me to Wigan and to Swansea. So big up Dan. Big up Dan, man. Big up Dan. Um, when you're at Wigan, before you lot off, so you start off shaky, shaky, yeah. Then you're flying. Then the point seduction thing happens. Oh. You know, as a team, what is going? Through, what are you lot saying? It was mad because we had um. So imagine. We had the point seduction after or during the, the lockdown. So imagine we started off obviously really, really bad and then started to gel. Then we had a mad week. We had Leeds away, West Brom away and Redden at home or something. And we won all three of them. These times we hadn't won two games back to back the whole year. But we just, we banged Leeds away, West Brom away and Redden at home, yeah. Nine points. After that game, season got locked. We was rock bottom before those three games. Yeah. That nine points took us out of the relegation zone. So we were at home saying, when they've cancelled the league, we were at home saying, go on then. 
<laughs> put it on points. Yeah. Put it on where you are we're, now. We're cool. Whoever's in the bottom three, hold that. Like, that was us. We're thinking, what a great week to have. <laughs> like, this, the timing is perfect. Like, this first time we've been out of the relegation zone and now they're talking about cancelling the whole thing from there. And um, obviously the months went by, lockdown and that. And we got the 12 point deduction through um, some mad betting scandal that the, the chairman got into. And um, we come back from lockdown on fire. I think we won like 10 on the bounce, but it just wasn't, it wasn't enough. We had yeah. Fulham at home. We had to win. Went 1-0 up. We're thinking, you know, just hold on to this and we're nice. And then second half comes out, that guy puts a scores a free kick. These times the whole team talk is don't give any way any free kicks. Because he scored a free kick in the last two games. So he scored three free kicks in a row. In a row. Right. We gave away one. He slapped it in. Calm. One all draw. And that was it. Went down by one point. Do you reckon if you'd stayed up, you would have got a move to Swansea? Or they're going down and you sign on on a cheap, make it easier. Yeah. If we stayed up, I don't think I would have gone to Swansea at all. I think we would have. I was quite happy at, at Wigan as well. Like, towards the end, when the football started getting, we started to gel, started getting better. We was looking at, right, if we can win 10 games on the spin, like, if you can bring that into next season, it's not going to be a relegation scrap. Yeah. Like, you're seeing teams turn it around, like, the next season before. I'm sure Derby will do a lot better this season. Barnsley stayed up only because we went down. Yeah, yeah. And they got to the playoff semi-final. Do you, know I mean? you can turn it around. So that was that was our thing. Like we're gonna we're gonna do a madness next year. Obviously, it didn't quite work out. And it was like a car boot sale at Wigan <laughs> as well, bro. Players were flying out everywhere. But was, yeah, I remember seeing that. I was thinking, bro, why aren't his name popping up? I rang you and he's like, you know what? I've got options. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it was it was mad because like you say, names were popping out quickly every day and I was feeling the same thing I was like my name ain't popped up once are you pressuring Dan to end right like what's going on not pressuring him but like it's just uh, like it's one of them because in my head if I stay at Wigan I'm in League One I know League One more than I know the champ like I know I can perform yeah and either help the team and and help myself really like I can do both. Do you know what I mean? I can perform well in League One. I know the league. I feel quite confident in doing that. And um, so I wasn't really too stressed about that. It was just about everyone's like just seeing everyone going and thinking, what's the team going to look like yeah. next year if I'm the only one that, that's left? And as you saw, the team was so young this year. Players, they're signing players on one month contracts and that. Like, it's it mad. was mad. mad. But they did it though. Stayed up. Big up Wigan, man. <laughs> Big up Wigan. Anyway, Jam, thank you for coming on, man. For everyone who's in the non-league game that's trying to go pro, there's your model. There's a lot of other people that have done it as well, but this oh, is a lot, some man. guys, I've, some, some, someone I've worked with and know personally, I know his work rate and stuff and his talent and he's done it and he's playing in the champ. But yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Big up, man. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, no worries, bro. Favourite player? Past or present? Favourite player? Thierry Henry. Most skillful player you faced? Ben Rama. Yeah? Yeah. Um, 
you can banter Hector about that nutmeg. <laughs> um, favorite pre-match meal? Um, peanut butter and jam on toast. That's your pre-match meal. Mm. Taking a piss. <laughs> Biggest adrenaline rush you've had in football? Um, scoring at Wembley. What's your superstition before a game? Superstition that I need to have uh, eggs in the morning. No cereal. Has to, I need some eggs. <laughs> Somehow, if the hotel ain't got eggs, you better find some eggs. So, so what's the shin pads thing? In that superstition, or is that just fashion? What, the small thing? No. Shin pads by your ankles? Nah, it's just because my calves cramp up all the time, in it. So if I if I have tape above this bit, it's Long. game over. <laughs> um, worst trainer, but best on a match day? At Swansea. Anywhere you've been? Um... Christian Burgess at Portsmouth. Cool. Awful trainer. But Most, turns up. <laughs> Most embarrassing <laughs> moment. Um I don't know, probably like my first initiation, like singing in front of the first team. Yeah? So yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. What is your initiation song? That's the next question. Um back then it was um Hey, I just met you and this is crazy. <laughs> but here's my number. <laughs> it was that song, so. What's it now? Um, got somebody. Why is he singing? She is a beauty. I don't know what the song's called, but right, I just cool. have to run the lyrics. Um, any regrets? Um, not um, not growing up quick enough. Like when certain stuff was happening to me when I was younger, not saying something about it and just like just holding it because you're young and you shouldn't have your this opinion and. Just firm it. When you're an old senior pro, you can have your your say. But really, if you don't feel something's right, you should be able to say it no matter what your age is. So Fair that's enough. the great. Fair enough. Yeah, Jamlo, thank you, man. Come on, G. <laughs>